Cheers, big ears. And welcome to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. We are your hosts, Leanne. And I'm Lyle. And we are not your usual travel influencers. No, we've decided we want to be travellers that travel under the influence. Okay, good joke? Reasonable. <laughs> well, there's plenty of more where that come from. So join us as we travel the world one wine at a time. Hola, mi amor. Hola, Leonita. Oh, Leonita. It's going to stick, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, fabulous. Today, our podcast is all about Santander. Now, Santander is in Cantabria in northern Spain. Correct. See? See? Um, you want to tell us a little about Santander or we talk about how we got there first? Probably. Well, basically, yeah, I think probably how we got there. We caught a bus from Oviedo um, and the bus took about three hours and uh, it was about 22 bucks each, Australian. Um, but what we did notice on the bus on the way there, there was a lot of young people and the bus was chock-a-block mm. and full and they all sort of had little like bits of camping gear yeah, and rats, you know, the, the, yeah, the backpacks and... Because and, um, I had a bit of trouble getting tickets on that, that um, day, um, like, and this was a few months previous, to, you know, um, and I couldn't get them and I sort of had to wait till we got to Spain and now I know why because the bus was pretty full, right? Yeah, yeah. And anyway, we arrived there um, at the bus station. Mm. It was only, The bus station was only about 400 metres from where our accommodation hotel. I would have uh, even thought it was closer than that. But uh, well, I actually, I, I, actually, oh, I did, I Googled. Okay. So, because I, I wasn't sure whether it was 200, 300 or 400 mm. and I thought, wow. Well, you basically walk out of the it. bus station and you can see it. it's quite a big hotel. It's um, Hotel Bahia, yeah? Correct. Which ba- Bahia means bay. Yeah. Yeah, so you could see it's a high rise there right on the water. Yeah, and we were, when we actually walked out of the uh, bus station too, we noticed um, the train station uh, directly across the road, Yeah. Uh, which is what we need to go back to Madrid. So yeah. that was handy as well. Very handy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we checked in. Yeah, the check-in was seamless. And uh, once again, I had a bit of trouble finding accommodation, and we'll explain why that is a little bit later. Hey, mm. um, but it was yeah, it was a it was a nice hotel, you know, lovely facilities, um, and we're on the seventh floor, weren't we? Yeah, we're yeah. on the seventh floor. Which um, and nice views out over the the Bay of Santander. Oh, um, look, it was beautiful, and I think lands. Give, give us a bit of a spoil on this particular one. It was, as Leanne said, fantastic views over the bay. Um, and we looked over the parklands. Uh, we, we were close to lots of things, weren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you could walk all sorts of places within, you know, five, ten minutes. Yeah, well, basically, yeah, you're overlooking the, um, the bay. Uh, you're opposite the ferry terminal. Um, we were three minutes walk to the um, pier where you could do cruises of the bay. Um you know, and also, also obviously the proximity of the rail and bus station, five minutes walk to the cathedral, the Basilica of the Assumption of the Virgin Mary of Santander. Um, less than 10 minutes walk to a massive shopping centre yeah, and about the same distance to the best and most popular bars and restaurants. Yeah. And about four kilometres to the famous Playa del... Yes. De El Sardinero. It's a beautiful beach. I don't know if it's De... Okay, De El. What is it? Del. Si, si, si. Si, si, si. 
and we'll, yeah, Sardinaro, Sardinaro, sí. Yep. Um, and we're going to talk about the beach in a, in a little while as well. Um, yeah. The other thing our um, accommodation was close to was uh, a walkway, which we, um, which is one of the reasons I chose it. You know, the, the promenade that walks um, uh, along the the bay. Um, and That's a Paseo de Pereira. Oh, there, there you go, the Paseo de Pereira, and it goes. All the way around um, uh, the side that we're on of the bay, all the way around um, the the headland uh, to the beaches on on the other side, so to the Cantab- Cantabrian Sea. So that was uh, a bit of a draw card to stay there because, as you know, we like to do a bit of walking. Um, and also out of our uh, window from the seventh floor, we could see the um, the art museum, the Centro Botan, um, which is like a really weird looking building. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, some may say nice, some may say weird. Um, but apparently, it's, uh, we didn't actually go in the museum, but it uh, looked pretty fancy. Um, and there was all sorts of, um, the, oh, not all sorts, but restaurants and cafes underneath that as well. And we could also see across the bay to another beach, um, sort of small village beach area. So lots to see where where we were. So it's a fabulous spot, wasn't it? So, Absolutely. Um, so, as we said, we were close to the um, Paseo de Parado, Parada. Parada, yep. Parada. Um, so, uh, as we do, we like to do a bit of walking. And so we took off. I really wanted to go um, to see um, what, um, what Santander is um, sort of known for. You want to tell us a bit about that? Um, yeah, basically, um, the Placi, the Placio de la Magdalena. Yeah, Palacio de Palacio, Magdalena. Yeah, de which is Magdalena. the Magdalena Palace. Yeah. yeah. Um, once the uh, Royal Summer Residence, uh, it lies at the mouth of the Bay of Santander on the rocky peninsula, the Magdalena, Magdalena Peninsula. Look, it's... That's so it's a great be- big house which looks like a castle... On this little um, outcrop headland that you can see basically from all over Santander because um, it's so massive, and it's you know it's quite well known. And if you Google you know Santander what to do, it it shows up as the number one thing. And um, I wanted to walk there, of course, so um, that's what we did. So we so we headed off, and on the way you pass a couple of little beaches, um, uh, which sort of. You know, you have the bay and then you have a couple of, you know, like like sort of um, little sort of shell-shaped beaches. Um, there's obviously the Playa de Magdalena, which is right next to the the headland. Um, and then you have the, the Playa Los Bikinis. Uh, That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and apparently it was the first beach that people wore bikinis on. That's why it's called that. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, in Spain, anyway, or in this area. And then there's another one called Playa de Camello. Um, and so you go past, you see those little beaches on the way, and then you hit the little um, narrow entry into the um, peninsula de Magdalena. And, um, yeah, there's all sorts of things to see in there, wasn't there? Mm. So um, we were quite surprised because we were just heading to the palace, weren't we? Yeah. And... Um, all of a sudden, this uh, lovely Spanish gentleman stops us and tells us there's a tourist train and we should go this way and should go that way. And we thanked him very much, but we were just out for a walk. 
and then we came across this rocky outcrop and you look down and it's got seals in it and penguins and more seals so it was like a it was a little zoo wasn't it yeah like yeah, yeah an open an open zoo yeah yeah, yeah. um so that was a that was a bit of a surprise and um then we walk a bit further and we come across um a display of three um ships and i should know the names of those um and like a they're all sort of the similar aren't they right there next to each other well there were two of them were similar and then the other one the 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 last one which was la bolsa yeah, well, there's three together and then La Bolsa, yeah. Oh, is that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah. thought there was... Yeah, no. yeah the, the okay. three ships of the maritime or something that the others were called. And then La Bolsa, that's right. So these are like full-size ships, yeah. For um, the day, yeah. Yeah, for the day, right. Wooden, you know, and they're on display. And then La Bolsa is like a... Um, a what would you call like a... Not a dinghy. Um, a raft. A raft. Mm. A raft. And it had like a little house on top of it, but it it this was an actual um, sea craft, yes. That, yeah, yeah. That yeah. it was. It actually tell tell me tell us what that did. Well, the surprising thing was about that uh, uh, Vital Ramirez, which which is a, a bit of a local legend. He was a, an he explorer. Was born in Santander, yeah, yeah, wasn't born, he? yeah, born yeah. in Santander. He sailed the La Palsa from Ecuador to Malulaba in 1970. Now Malulaba is in the Sunshine Coast, Queensland, where you know, like about 10 k's from where we live, and we're in Santander, uh, you know, on the north of Spain, right on the Cantabrian Sea, looking at this, um, you know, boat for want of a better word, that it actually sailed from Ecuador to um, Sunshine Coast, where we lived. Like, we, we just couldn't believe it, could Yeah, we? it took 161 days and covered 13,780 kilometres. And, and this was in 1970-something, so it wasn't like it's not back in the old days. Well, yeah, 1970, least, yeah. For some people, it's the old days. Yeah, so... Um, I didn't yeah, know would... anything about that until, mm. um, yeah, until we saw that. This The guy, Ramirez, um, he was like a, um, I guess, a an explorer, but also a bit of a greenie, wasn't he? He um, liked to sort of um, promote living, you know, like being able to stay, live on the boat for um, and be sustainable. And, he, you know, like it, he was promoting sea life and that sort of stuff. So he was, yeah, he was a local legend. So that was fascinating, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, the same guy in 1977, uh, he recreated the uh, Columbus epic trip across the Atlantic in 1982. So oh, okay. you know, he was, uh, yeah, he's very much a legend. Yeah. Um, and then you had the park area, which was uh, beautiful as well, around the palace. Yeah, and right. um, And what about the palace itself, you know? Like, um, that was, uh, you sort of come around one side of it, and it's right on the edge of the Peninsula de Magdalena. Um, yeah. And there's the palace. And... Uh, that that was built um, in the 1930s or early the 19th century, wasn't no, it? No, no, no. The, the palace was built. Now you're throwing me off. Sorry. Um, the palace was built. Well, it was built as a summer house for um, the king and queen, yep. wasn't it? Um, yeah. And I think they used it from 1913 to the 1939 or something. 1930. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was sort of a summer house. Now it's more of a it's a museum, right? Yeah, and it was basically financed by the populace of Santander. Yeah. Do you mean the the people? The people, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, 
And now that's why people go there. And it's, you know, it's got, it's massive. And you come around the front of it and it's, um, there's beautiful manicured gardens and there's like a lovely, a, lovely, a huge big statue out the front and, and you can stand there on this big rocky outcrop and look out over the ocean as well. So, um, yeah, I think we walked, I don't know how many k's we did that day. It was, um, it was a lot though, wasn't it? I think it was about 11 all up. But it was, um, it was worth it. Yeah. Uh, it was... Um, and honestly, we had the most perfect weather. We did have the most perfect weather. But that was, I mean, just all that was fascinating day because we came across those, those boats, we came across the raft, we came across the seals, the penguins, and then, you know, the, the palace itself and the actual gardens around the palace, you know. Mm. Um, and then, um, you know, before we sort of headed back, we came across this massive big stage. Yeah. You know, so they had this big rock festival going on as well and that's part of the um celebrations we're going to tell you about a a bit a bit later but that night um simple minds were playing there correct yeah (laughs) they were headlining yeah So, Lyle, can you now tell um, everybody a little bit about the, the history of Santander? It's a little bit different than other places in Spain, isn't it? It sure is. Look, it was um, first mentioned in 1068. Alphonse the Thirteenth of Castile granted the city uh, Fuero in 1187, which basically is just a charter. Um, and Alfonso. Alfonso, he gets, well, you know, I think it's the 13th, so... Um, there was a few of them. Yeah, there was Do definitely a few in, of them. in order, or they just come up with a number? Oh, I don't know. I, I tried <laughs> to look at that, but I, I couldn't. Um, it officially became a city in 1755. Um, then Santander fell victim to the Great Fire in 1941. The fire destroyed... 1941. 1941. Wow. So just after the Civil War. Yeah, okay. Um, the fire destroyed the greater part of the medieval town centre and um, it basically gutted the Romanesque Cathedral. Look, the thing you notice about Santander, it's, it's a lot different than anywhere else we've been in Spain. Mm. You know, it's quite a modern city. Yeah, there's um, not an old town. Well, obviously, now we know why. Yeah, um, you know, wide roads. Um, the architecture's nowhere near as old as... You know, everywhere else we've been, in the, and that includes Oviedo, mm. um, sure. in northern Spain. Um, it's very much, um, yeah, totally different, and what and time? even to the stage where a lot of the 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 uh, statues and that sort of thing uh, are modern as well. I mean, there's one there with the the kids that it looks like they're. Uh, kid, uh, about di- to dive into the water. Dive into the water and yeah. that sort of thing. There's One of them's a- actually not. It's actually on the side of the, um, like the um, cement. You know, it, it's attached. So it, it, this little fellow looks like he's just about to spring into the water. Yeah, it? yeah. Los- that's that's called the Los Requeros. And there's another one which is called the Nuis, uh, the Nudistas, and it's about eight, like eight adults, young adults, and they're nude, yeah, just and they're standing. just standing around. Like yeah. it's just, it's totally different. Um, it's but it's beautiful. Yeah, and that that one you were just talking about there, um, and the other one actually are very close to the um, 
the, that art museum, I was talking about this, the Centro Botin. So, yeah, they love their modern art, don't they, in, in Santander. Sure. Um, what else? What, is it a fishing village or something? Is that, you know? like? Yeah, what? it was very important to... Um, Santander was uh, an important port for Castile in the later Middle Ages and also a trade with the New World. Mm. It officially became a city, which I've already said, in 1755. Um, And it's also now um, the uh, ferry um, terminal terminal. for the UK. That's right. So just about every day or every second day, this massive big ship sort of comes in, doesn't it? I think it comes overnight from from the UK. Um, So, you know, a lot of the the tourists come in through there, but they don't stay in Santander, do they? Yeah, basically the, the ferry goes from, I think it's Portsmouth, Oh, it was Portsmouth, Portsmouth yeah. in the UK, and also Ireland. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I googled that. Oh, um, good so look, the it is absolutely beautiful, mm. um, but uh, it's nothing like um, the rest of Spain. Sure, and um, and we're just talking about this Bay Area, which we were lucky enough to be sort of staying staying at. Um, uh, weren't, uh, where we were on, in our accommodation, you know, as we're talking about, like, the, the bay and across to the other side, you could see the mountains in the background and um, that, that that would be a bit of the Picos de Europa, I imagine, that we, you could see in the background there. So, yeah, probably. Um, so, yeah, such a such a beautiful view. And anything else on the, the history, darling? No, not really. Um, so no, that's we, it. We chose Santander because we saw it on a, a travel show Mm. Um, and we wanted to, once again, we, we're trying to sort of, you know, spread ourselves around a bit and visit some different areas in Spain that we hadn't been to before. And, you know, this just looked like the most beautiful city and uh, we weren't disappointed, were we? No, it was glorious. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, the view we had from our room was just magnificent mm. and it was actually very, very busy. Um, and on the bay there's... Lots of leisure craft. There's well, they've got a um, a sailing school college sure. too. You know, um, uh, a huge big sort of um, building on the water, and every day there were little sailing boats going out, and you know, lots of younger sort of teenagers and kids going out on little sailboats all across the bay. There, so that was pretty nice as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, it was really busy, like yeah. jet skis, sailing boats, yeah, commercial cruise paddle. boats. Stand-up paddleboards, you know, like up that one end of the beach. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it was just Clients. glorious. Yeah, it was great. Um, well, how about we talk about the day that we went to the beach? Because the first day, as we talked about, we walked around, you know, one side of the bay up to the um, Palacio de Magdalena and the, the Magdalena Peninsula. But from there, if you looked the other way, you could actually see the beach area um, or more, the, the, the sort of biggest beach area in Santander. So, um, you know, if you imagine Santander is like a, uh, shaped like a headland and on one side is the bay and then you go around the peninsula de Magdalena and on the other side is the beach, right? Which so, is the Cantabrian Sea. The Cantabrian Sea, correct. And um, that the beach area, is, that this beach area is the most popular beach area um, and what is it? The Playa del Sardinero? Sardinero, what is that? Sardinero. Sardinero. Lo siento, mi amor. Um, and it's actually two beaches. There's um, the Primera, the first, and the Segunda, which is the second. 
and they're divided by the Jardines de Piquio, the, the gardens. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, and we walked out. Um, it's like the a little Balcon de Europa, remember, from there, huh? Sure, it's, sure. It's, um, it's quite beautiful. You know, it's got uh, lots of flowers in, in the gardens, and it's it's got like a pergola up one end, and you know you've yeah lots of I've got pretty photos of that you know with the um, the bright colours of the the flowers and the beach in the background. So yeah, so on one side of um, the the hut in the gardens is the um, the first beach of Sardinero, and on the other side is the second beach. And um, we decided we were going to have a day at the beach. So we did, we um, did, we um, we didn't walk. We got a we got a taxi over because we had all our beach gear with us. Yeah, and um, we just hired a couple of um, uh, like a couple of chairs and an umbrella from yeah. the and from these two guys that were really helpful and um, friendly. And when you tell people you're from Australia and try and speak Spanish, they just bend over backwards to help you, don't mm. they? Um, yeah, yeah. So tell us about this beach. It is amazing it's huge i looked it up it's 1.3 kilometers long and it's 80 meters wide like it's just huge and then it's at the backdrop to you know on the on the town side you've got all these beautiful hotels um yeah they're um how would you describe them they're i'm trying to imagine what that you would compare them to like because they're not like your typical modern hotels but they're not like the ancient hotels either you know um they're 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 tall and white and majestic and the the only word i can think of is elegant and second word classic sure because there's the casino there's a casino over there as well yeah um not that we're gamblers but that was a beautiful white building Mm. and then as you say there's cafes restaurants Mm. um i've never and i said to you this earlier Mm. Coming for Australia, you've got Bondi, you've got all these magnificent beaches, Noosa, uh, Cottesloe in Western Australia, but nothing compares to the elegance of this beach. Okay, yeah, I I would agree. And I, I haven't been to Bondi when it's full on, but I have seen it on TV, But um, and it's quite a small beach in mm. comparison to this one, but I have never seen so many people on a beach in my life. I reckon there had to be... 10,000 people on the beach. I don't know. But when you say that, you think, oh, my God, that'd be awful. But because it's so wide, like 80 metres or wide, um, there's so much room. And most of those people were actually doing like a little walk, weren't they, when you decided to join them, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just, it was, again, we jagged again, perfect weather. Um, Leanne had put the challenge in uh, for me to go in the water. Lyle doesn't like cold water. I know we've mentioned that before, but I'm just saying that. Yeah, well, I I don't go in the water unless it's above 21. Um, But, uh, and Liam was calling me. What were you calling me? Um, Sook. No, that's not what you were calling me. (laughs) Anyway. Starts with soft. Let's move on. Anyway, uh, so I thought, well, I can't. It's a family show, Lyle. I can't, uh, well, work it out. (laughs) Um, I can't not go in because... Because it's a family show, Liam will tell everybody. So anyway, we went for a, I went for a walk and then I sort of dipped my toe in the water and I thought, oh, that's not too bad. And seriously, I would have thought it was about 23 or 24 degrees. The water in, in the Cantabrian Sea yeah. at the north of Spain, where it's supposed to be colder, was warmer than the water 
uh, off Neha in the, the Mar- Costa de Sol, in the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was yeah. definitely warmer. Yeah. Like there was there was very little chill factor, so yeah. it was just glorious. We had a lovely day there, and then we decided we're going to have a nice lunch. And there's a restaurant right there. You know, happened to be right behind our. Um, our little area where we're staying. El Cerbel. Okay. And we had the menu del dia. Yeah. Um, which... And why did we go there? Because the guys that were doing the lounge, the sun lounges, yeah. they recommended we go there. And they said, oh, it's a Michelin star. It's Michelin star. And it was, wasn't it? And it was absolutely glorious. And, and of we... course, we got a table right at, on the window overlooking this the, the beach. and. Um, yeah, I think, and... Leanne, if anybody had been in front of us, because we were first there, we were lined up i think if anybody had a try and to get the window seat i think lamb would have pushed him out the way because it was just so beautiful the food my god yeah what you had something monkfish and oh, I, I had a um yeah uh stuffed pepper red yeah. pepper with monkfish and scallop mm. beautiful what we had for dessert we're not sure because there was a bit of a mix up there and we had the <laughs> famous by now um, Spanish cheesecake for dessert. So for 25 euro, which is, you know, a little bit dearer than most. It's a Michelin star restaurant. But it was beautiful. Right we had a fabulous bottle of wine. Santander, it's not so bad. Right? So, yeah, and, lovely day. And then the chef came out and. Um, oh, yeah, he came out and said, you know, how was your meal? And yeah. I um I know this is awful, but I, I all I could see was like a band aid on his nose. Like so, we by this stage we've had it. We've had a bottle of wine, and then we had another couple of glasses as well because we thought, Stop well, it. if you're going to go down, we'll go down in flames. So we went back out to the sun chairs, and Land said, "Did you notice that band aid on his nose?" <laughs> and I said. <laughs> What band aid? <laughs> anyway, we did. I did notice be there, it because though, it yeah. was. Anyway, we just went into a studio. Molly, 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 Molly. Yeah, and then we decided <laughs> oh, it's probably time to go home yeah. while we still could. But the the problem was we were trying to find a taxi, yeah. and there wasn't one to be found. So we had to walk home. Yeah. But we found a shortcut. We found a, a tunnel which yeah. took a fair bit of the. Um, distance off, sure. and um, we'd had an, had enough wine and enough time relaxing that we didn't care. Yeah, it we? didn't matter. We did, and as we sort of on that side of the Santander, they've got a like a permanent amusement park, mm. and they had a huge big top circus tent up. Yeah, and there's like, the football stadium over there as well. So sure. That side of town, you know, we sort of said, would we, when we go back, would we stay on the, the ferry side, the bay side or the beach side, and we still can't quite decide, you know. So if we go back, we might go stay a few on each each, each side because they both have so much to offer, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah lovely. So once again, one of the things that I looked at when we were finding places to stay was uh, day trips that we could do. Um, I didn't book anything before we left, but um, one of the uh, day trips that you can do from Santander was to uh, a little um, village called Camillas. See. See? Uh, And we booked that. And we headed off with, um, there were two other ladies on the tour. Yeah, from Uh, from Slovenia. Slovenia. I know, I can remember one of the ladies was Barbara. Yes. And I think the other lady started with a K, Katie 
or mm. something like that. Well, but they were Mercedes. really nice ladies. Yeah. And uh, our, our driver for the day was Mercedes. Correct. Yes. Yeah, so I thought when Leanne said Mercedes, I thought that was what she was going to pick us up in. But no, that wasn't it. Look, it's... Um, we, it's about 40 minutes, 45 minutes drive. Uh, 50 kilometres from Santander to Camillas. Um, one of the, I'm not sure whether you remember, but we did actually see a documentary on Camillas on TV. We we did, but I didn't realise that's what it was called. It was oh, okay, yeah. it was yeah. It was the documentary was about the train trip along northern Spain that went to the lakes that we talked about in our previous episode on Oviedo. Yeah, and also went to Camillas, which I didn't realise that it was because. In Camillus, what it is most known for is the Capriccio de Gaudi. And that is? Uh, basically, um, the famous Antonio Gaudi. It was a house that he designed and built before he became famous. Yeah, before he, yeah, he, he, before he became famous and did the Sagrada Familia and his other sort of um, architectural buildings in Barcelona... He designed and built, he was sort of an up-and-coming, you know, sort of architect, and he, he designed and built it for his friend, the Marquis de... Um, what's, what was his name? Ah, oh, okay. He was the first Marquis... Oh, no, 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 actually, that's not, that's not correct. Um, oh, you don't know. I do know, I do know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, you become a Marquis when you're a rich person, and this... No, it wasn't for the Marquis. I'm sorry, I'm just looking for that. I and thought it was for the uh, well, you just ruined my whole story. Thanks very much. Uh, built for the summer use of a wealthy client, Maximo Diaz de Quignano. Quignano. Quijano. Actually, it's Quijano. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because, I mean... Um, so, anyway, it was built for a friend who had a lot of money and the Capriccio de Gaudi yeah. is now open for um, public, for the public to, to go through. Now, you need, I know I say this every episode, but you need to go and check out um, our pictures of the Capriccio um, on our website, um, beachtravelwine.com, and or, and go to uh, the stories on Instagram under Santander because this house is beautiful. It's sort of got some Moorish influence in it as um, because of the brickwork and the ceramics. So that's um, the and also the wrought iron and tiles. Yeah, and tiles, right? So that's he's sort of brought that into it. But the unique thing he's got, and I don't know how many are on this building. Like you, I don't, someone's obviously counted them, but I didn't ever find that out. Sunflowers, yeah, absolutely dominate, um, mm. especially the. Um, I guess the the round turret that that goes up that you can go up to the attic. Yeah, it's um, like a minaret. Like that's, there we go, minaret, turret, yeah. minaret. You know, tomato, tomato. Minaret, minaret. <laughs> <laughs> you say minaret, I say turret. Okay, um, but yeah, you see, you can you walk up the circular staircase, which is quite narrow. Gaudi must have been a little fella and his mm. mate. Um, and the you go up to the top and you oh yeah, it was. A building that you would never imagine you'd see um, anywhere. No, it was just it was yellow tiles, green tiles, ceramic um, sunflowers, red tiles on the ceiling, and then it, the timber work inside. Oh, know? the the window le- oh, yeah. ledges, I suppose. Yeah. But, you know, win- sorry, window frames were yeah. just. 
and there's some furniture that he that he had designed oh. as well in, inside, like original Gaudi pieces of furniture. And the windows were floor to ceiling. And and the ceilings were decorated, and some of them had I can't remember the number, but you know, like they had these um, decorations on the ceiling, and the the amount of those uh, little decorations. Um, are the exact same amount of number uh, of keys there are on a piano, and so the guy—that's right—the guy he designed it for was a real piano player. So just all these fascinating little things, and then there's a little hot house that they built, like a for plants, and that was on the southern side, which you know in in the northern hemisphere that's where the sunny side is, and that um, had all this glass, which then absorbed all the heat to heat the rest of the house because in Camillus it can be sunny in the morning and turn foggy and misty and rain in the afternoon in the afternoon so they were warming the house naturally and also he designed the gardens and there's like a circular garden with um beautiful flowers in it and like a little um garden hut built into the side of the um hill you know sort Uh. of behind the um the, the the main garden area which is original you know like it's in its original state is what i'm what i mean and behind that you, there's like a, a cathedral that you can see in the background as well so these great big beautiful trees the the manicured grass the the beautiful flowering gardens and the circular paving and you walk up around the garden with a view back down over the capriccio the capriccio sorry which you know you just you just stand there in amazement, don't you? Yeah, it's it's um, it's not like nothing you've ever seen before. Yeah, fascinating. I just yeah. yeah, it's so please go and have a look at that. Like it was just beautiful, and to, the, to think that it was Gaudi's, you know, one of his first things that he that he um, designed. But apparently, by the time it was almost finished. He was starting to get a real name for himself in, in Barcelona. In Bar- Barcelona. Yeah, then, yeah. Wasn't and that it? was that was built between eighteen eighty three and eighteen eighty five. Oh, it didn't take long. Oh, a couple of years. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I would have thought it would take longer because of the intricacy on it. Um, anyway, but the other thing that that we saw in, it was a few other things we saw, and it's not just about the Capriccio de Gaudi in um, uh, in Camillus. There is the the university uh, yeah. on on top of the hill, which you know is one of those buildings that just sort of seems to dominate the mountains, doesn't it? You, mm. you know, and it um, overlooks the, the the rest of the city. It does, yeah. And and originally, the guy who um, built that wanted to build um, a school, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is the first marquee of Camillus. Um, Camillas, and, sí. and his name was Antonio Lopez y Lopez. <laughs> that's 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 it. Fair and he enough. he basically so he, he immigrated to Cuba in 1831, and in 1850 he founded the shipping company. Eventually, become the company uh, Compania Transatlantic Español. Um, he also was the fa- founder and president of the Banco Español Colonial, and he financed the construction of the Camillus Pontificia uh, University. So now, he was a rich guy, made his money in South America. Probably one of the richest men yeah. in, in Spain. And so he wanted to build a school. But yeah. he was like, oh, don't be ridiculous. There's not enough children for a school. You know, what you need to build is a... A, a seminary, yeah. which was a, was the Jesuits. Um, and they convinced him that uh, to build this university for 
um, the local candidates for the priesthood. Right. Um, and so we got to go into that, didn't yeah. we? And, and there's some Gaudi influence in that as well. Like yeah. there's, uh, there's actually like a, a cathedral that's part of that and um, they're doing that up at the moment, but it, it has like ceramics all on the outside of that, which, you know, Gaudi designed. Yeah. And then there was the room that had um, all the people that helped build um, this university um, are painted as figures from the Bible, but they've put the um, the builders, heads of the, the builders, right? And then yeah, and their names. So you know, like there's all these scenes from the Bible, and they're probably I don't know three, four feet, like a meter, meter. No, no, they'd be about two meters high, all like a frieze all the way around the the, the top of this huge room with all these, you know. People. So whoever did it had a really good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. So there was, and and then. Um, just outside that room is um, the wooden carvings of all the animals that went in, in the ark. Oh, Noah's Ark. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I um, forgot about that. Yeah, so there's just these – it's dark timber and it's exquisite, the animals mm. that – like, I, that was – that blew me away. Once again, go and check it out. It's worth checking out that those um, – yeah, those those pictures on our, on our website. So – that was, um, and from there you could see back down, and you could you couldn't see the Capriccio de Gaudi, but you could see the um, there was a cathedral that you could see that we didn't get to go in. Um, apparently, it's empty inside now, uh, uh. but you know it was pretty beautiful view. You know, and we were there on a day that it wasn't sunny, and there was a bit of mist, and it was just like out of a fairy tale. I thought because. Yeah, I, I think if the sun was shining bright, it it wouldn't have had the same effect as the the green rolling hills with the cathedral and the university and the Gaudi buildings and the decorations and and then just over the fence, the rock fence behind the university is the ocean. Yeah, it's weird. Like you had no idea you're in the ocean, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. You can tell us just a little bit about Camillus before we move on, like um, the the beach area and, and so on. Like sure, sure. Like we 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 when we uh, before we went to actually um, to see Gaudi's house, we actually uh, checked out the the plaza, um, and which is or called as the, we say in Spain, plaza. Oh, the plaza, <laughs> Coro Campios. Um, basically, it's surrounded by mansions. Like there was obviously a lot of money mm. in Camillus. Um, but there is also the 17th century church of San Cristobal. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a funny story about this. The, the, the original church was down now where the... Um, Capriccio uh, is. No, 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 no. Um, the burial, the... Cemetery. Cemetery. So that's the original church. Now, apparently there was a duke who got the shits one day because he couldn't get to where he normally sat and he, you know, kicked up a bit of a stink. So all the locals then decided to say, all right, well, you can have that. And they built another church in actual the, the, the plaza. <laughs> and um, so that's a, a bit of a, a the legend. The plaza is like, um, look, it's really ancient. Like it's, yeah. it's, once again, it's one of those little places that, you know, you, you think could be a movie set, right? Yeah, and you think it could be in Switzerland rather than, you know, like yeah. one of those uh, those sort of countries rather than 
in Spain. There's little narrow streets and cobblestone plazas and, you know, these famous old buildings. And it just, I, like, I never knew anything about this place. And then there's the beach. Oh, yes. Oh, you yes, know, the every, beach. Is it just the um, Playa de Camilla or not? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, it's the perfect stretch of golden sand set in a lovely bay with it a is. small fishing harbour at one end. Yeah, and it's um, surrounded, it's got restaurants and accommodation all along that little yeah, beach. Yeah, yeah, sure. So imagine it. this, you drive into the village, you've got this ma- beautiful, you know, university up on the green hills, you've got a, a cathedral which is in that sort of pink rose, pink colours, and you've got the cobblestone plazas, the plazas, the massive big gorgeous mansions, the Capriccio, the Gaudi, you've got this ancient old uh, cemetery up on a hill and then you turn the corner and there's this beautiful stretch of beach, you know, with the um, balustrade promenade and statues, you know, you know um, up on top of the headland as well. And wow. it's surrounded basically by, you know, some really nice apartments. Yes. Now, we were told that those apartments basically remain empty for most of the year and they only really get used in Spanish uh, uh, holidays by the wealthy Basque people. Yeah. So there's plenty of, plenty of money there. Such a beautiful little spot. Oh, it's... Fabulous um, day trip. See you on a... Fairy tale. <laughs> fairy tale. So as um, Santander is like surrounded by water um, and we actually had to swim in the ocean, um, but we decided we probably should, pardon me, do an activity on the water. Um, So we went and booked a little uh, cruise, you know, it was just like a couple of hours, you know, uh, out on the the water, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, and look, the the, the pier's only about five minutes from... Our hotel, um, I think it was 11 euro and 30 cents each, and it was just the perfect sunny day to take a trip on the bay. Yeah, there wasn't a breath of wind, it was calm, uh, and it's, you know, it's always nice to get a, um, another view, isn't it? You know, so you're out in the water, so you, ta- you take off and you're sort of heading, you know, out of the bay, uh, past all the, you know, the, the buildings of Santander and the the little beaches that you that we walked past on our first day, and you go out past the um, Peninsula de Magdalena, yeah. and you see the Magdalena Palace right up. Um, you can sort of see how um, you know how incredible it looked with the rock face of the cliff going up uh, all, all the way around. Like we'd seen it obviously from the the land side, but seeing it from the water was pretty damn impressive yeah, it was, was yeah, it? it was it was just beautiful yeah and then you know some little islands that you pass on the way but first you go around that headland and all the way along um the the beaches the el sardinero beaches you know the yeah. first beach and the second beach and, and then you can see the 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 golf club golf club on the headland and then, um, which is, looks magnificent, and then you, you go around that a little bit further, and there's a, that really, really uh, small, secluded beach, the... Somo Mat- or something, isn't uh, it? No, 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 Matalanus. Matalanus. And there's a lighthouse. There well. is, there yeah. is, and that's called the Faro de Capo Mayor. 
Um, and yeah, once we sort of you get there, you start to head back. Mm. So uh, that's a nice slow cruise, and you, you know, you looking back at the beach, you know, you can see the the expanse of sand, and you can see the umbrellas up and the colours of the you know uh, of those, and then you see as you talked about before those um, you know classic uh, accommodation buildings and the restaurants and the casino. Uh, yeah, it's just um, very elegant. Very elegant, and the, and the promenade and those little gardens I talked about before as well. Just, just beautiful seeing it from the ocean, and, and that's right. We sort of drifted there for a while, and then we, we slowly turned back, and we did a bit of a circumnavigation of this small island um, where they were doing scuba diving. Yeah, and it's obviously, you know, um, quite a uh, popular little spot because there was some private sort of watercraft there as well, sort of in the in the bay area mm. uh but well, yes yeah, once again go and check out those photos the water was you know just beautiful blue and there's people scuba diving and people lazing around on floats in the water and you know there's a there was a little lighthouse on that one wasn't there yeah there yeah. was that was um the yeah. uh de moro okay is yep. de moro yeah uh so yeah, we sort of hung around there for a while and floated and, you know, it was just um, so relaxing and, yeah. and beautiful. So one side you've got like the, the, the beach in, in, on back there with the golf course and then, you know, we're back closer to the peninsula de Magdalena and we're floating around this Isla de Moro, you know, with people scuba diving and floating around on the blue water and then we sort of head back towards um, where we where we got on um, but this time we go over the other side of the bay where uh, we've been sort of looking out of our window just looking at this area for so long it was so nice to get up close and personal with that area you know um, which is obviously nowhere you know it's pretty underdeveloped uh, yeah, but that quite, particular side of I the was island. reading how that um, player de Somo is actually quite exclusive Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So that might be why it's undeveloped, you know, like because it's quite um, expensive and quite ex- exclusive, that beach area, they're saying. So you can actually go over on a boat and hop off and have the day there and, you know, and then come back. And there was one little island in particular that you, they just sell trips to the to the restaurant and back, don't they? Yeah, that's <laughs> so, right. Yeah, like El Punta, I think it was That's called. right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so... So, yeah, we're sort of coming back down there, and as, as we're coming back down looking at this beach on the other side of the bay, you can actually see the trees on the mountains in the background of that, you know. So you've got this deep bottle green uh, sort of almost pine foresty mountain, and then you've got, like, the little village and then the beautiful, you know, long beach of, um, of, on that side of the bay. And and then you, you're coming back and you've got all the sailing boats and um, the other watercraft because it was the perfect day for people to be out on the water. And yeah, I couldn't think of anything I would rather be doing than that that day. Sure, it, it was, was perfect, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, we jagged it again. Yeah, I was like, oh, I think we should go out in the water. I'm like, oh, okay, um, we'll do it. And I'm so glad we did. It was it was a it was a perfect day um, to do that. Uh, anything else about that cruise? It's cheap. It's fabulous. They go every couple of hours. You and know, you can get a day. beer. Oh yeah, well, of course we had. A, oh, cerveza. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think we had a cerveza con limon. See, see, see. Yeah. Um, Which is pretty. Like, it's only about two percent alcohol, so. Like lemon squash, really. Yeah, yummy. pretty much. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. it was good. Very so, cold. Yes. 
So now we want to tell you something else about Santander that um, this will explain why it was hard to get a bus seat and it will explain why it was hard to get accommodation and when I found accommodation it was actually a bit pricey and it will explain why there was 10,000 people or so on the beach. Now Santander for the week, the exact dates that we'd booked in had, what was it? The Semana Grande. Well done. You sound so Espanol. (laughs) Semana Grande is basically party week. Party week. Right? And they do this every year in in Santander, except for the last three years. So Because of the COVID. Sure. And so we arrive on the day that this party week starts after three years. And the whole town, and I don't know how much of northern Spain, other parts of Spain, people were Apparently there. Apparently they do it in San Sebastian as well. Okay. Well, we were in Santander, and mm. I think everybody who was on holidays in Spain were also in Santander. That's why there were so many people. Now, party week. We what does at, that involve? What does that involve? Well, let's just explain what you can see from our hotel. Like, right next to our hotel... Yeah, you've got the pop-up tapas and pincho bars. So it's a plaza, right? Like see, a little see. plaza. And there would have been a dozen mm. um, little wooden structures that look like cubby houses but yeah. are actually um, pop-up restaurants, as Lyle said. So the famous restaurants and popular restaurants in t- all around town set up little pincho bars yep. in these, in these um, little structures. And not just in this plaza, this is the one just outside our hotel. We saw at least three, four other plazas around our area. Yeah, well, there was some over at the beach. Yep, over the beach as well. And there was also some in the shopping centre area. Yep. Um, And what they're doing is they're selling a pincho, which could be um, like a small hamburger. It could be a chicken kebab. It could be a, a little dish of paella and a drink. For €3.50. Yeah, it's ridiculously right? cheap. Yeah. Um, and it was good. We had the pay. So yeah, you know? it was great. And you could go to one, to the other, to the other. It was that was amazing. So as that was just outside our, our hotel. Oh, then you had the um, the what? street um, performers. Yeah. Well every every day there was um, a dance group. So yeah. whether it was like a children's group or an adult flamenco show or like modern dancing you know there was just some amazing uh dance show street with the, um, with the costumes yeah you know, like the uh, as traditional well, yeah, traditional yeah. costumes right there as well and then uh, as well as that there were like the street um acrobats yep. you know um yep. and there was a every couple of bloody afternoon if you wanted to go actually have a, a bit of a siesta yeah you, forget you it forget it because yeah. the street uh, acrobats were there and uh, then they had like a playground for children you know like a jumping castle and merry-go-round and street art and and balloons and you know people walking around as not there's mickey mouse minnie mouse and all all that's going on face painting um, yeah. balloon and, sculpting and, and then they had um you know like in the rotunda they had like a a more adult a, a, a much entrance. sort of senior um you know like type musical act yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is just just outside our place right this and this is, is in the area. afternoon right yeah and then on every corner 
almost there's either a DJ playing, right? Yeah, street corner DJs. Like, it was unbelievable. And so every restaurant, tapas bar, there's people every, you know, just people all over the street out partying, having a nice time. And as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, um, at um, the Peninsula de Magdalena, they actually had, like, um, an outdoor venue that every night they had like big acts there yeah and that that you had to pay for those acts yeah, yeah. um we didn't actually go because it was just that little bit far but um you know as land said night that, after night after yeah night you after know night. you had um i think it might have been <clears throat> ricky may um not ricky may um ricky martin's brother might have been there pete martin danny martin i think it was, was it danny yeah, martin danny. okay and um, simple minds as i said before yeah so they were the names i recognize and then about Five minutes walk from where we were, um, in another plaza, they had um, a stage permanently set up. Yeah. And every day they had two shows there, one at 6.30 and yeah. one at 8.30. Now, they had bands like, I called them the Three Amigos, so it was Yeah, just there like was a- Flamenco, there was Spain's Answer to the Wiggles, oh, remember? Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Um, there was the Three Jimmy Amigos, there was a, another band that I, th- I looked up and I can't remember the name of them, but they were... They were doing covers, weren't they? Yeah, they were doing, like, Beatles covers. But they were... Uh, I know they had their own music out, like, yeah. probably back in the But some of them were 90s. doing, like, um, songs that we know, but in Spanish lyrics. So yeah. Was, yeah, it was... So every night, that just went on, night after night. After and then, night. as we said, there was a circus down at... Um, their circus. Uh, they had bullfights every night. There was bullfights every night. Yeah. Like, yeah. the logistics... Of it must have been unbelievably difficult, but in saying that, ev- or everything was quality. The the locals, there was no problems. There was no one being untidy, no one getting drunk, no one. It just added to the atmosphere. I, we have to admit that you know, the first night we're just like, oh my goodness, you know, and, we, and then we're just like, actually, we're just going to embrace this because. You know, like how many people actually get to be in Semana Grande after three years of not having it, you know, and, and COVID and with all these Spanish families, like everywhere, families everywhere, um, young people and, you know, like um, just that the atmosphere and to be part of that. Oh, and the fashion, like the, the, the oh, yeah. from... From teenagers to, you know, grandmothers, the, the fashion. Well, I was watching the little kids because, you know, as you know, I've got, you know... Ocho nietos. Si, si. Um, the little kids, uh, you know, like the parents dress them the same. It's so yeah, cute, yeah. you know, yeah, like yeah, the four-year-old yeah. and the two-year-old got the same outfits on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would like some, like some of the young girls and young guys. I mean, talk about good-looking. Yeah. And well, beautifully dressed. On, you know, everyone going out at night were dressed up beautifully. You know. Um, even if they're just going to the 350 Pincho, you know. Yeah, they, um, they look glamorous. Yeah, we just, we, so that really, I, I mean, I'd be interested to see what Santander's like without um, yeah. all those Spanish people partying and, and having a nice time, but it just added to our week, didn't it? Oh, it was, it was brilliant. Now, Lyle, the, the question to, to finish, you know, as we do. Well, we really had, didn't talk about the food there. We went to... Oh, we didn't. Um, well, we did. We talked about the pinchos. Well, the pinchos. We, well, we did that a few nights. We did... Um, we were recommended La... Um, La Lita. Ca- Casa... Casa Lita. Casa yeah. Lita, yep. which was a tapas bar. Um, that was fabulous. That was really, really good. Yeah. Um, but as always... Well, the t- pinchos, they sort of call them up there. Yeah, that's they? correct. Yeah. Um, 
Look, the food, as always, was very, very good. The wine was very, very good. We probably started um, drinking more Albrino mm. um, rather than the Vidal up there, which is because the Albarino comes from uh, Galicia, mm. which is up in northern Spain. Uh, that was beautiful. We found a little Japanese restaurant. And we did. We sort of, I suppose we were getting to the stage where we were looking for something different to eat, seeing yeah. we'd been out every night well, for Spani- about that's right, 11 weeks. Spani- 11 weeks. Spanish food's very heavy on the meat and the bread. Yes. Um, and not as heavy on um, the, the vegetables and things that I liked. So the Spanish, the Spanish show, the Japanese restaurant we found, which had the... Um, you know uh, the prawns and the uh, the what do they call that sushi? Sushi, <laughs> um, yeah, 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 and the noodles and stuff. That was that was nice, but that was just outside the um, main area, so it's obviously quite new, but very popular as well. Oh, look! It was the food there mm. was as good as I've eaten. Yeah, really um, nice. and it was. I think it was Y L I S was the the name of it. Um, but it was, yeah, that, it was. That's the Japanese restaurant. And really, well, I had a look mm. and it worked out about a hundred Australian dollars per day for food and booze. Yeah, and we eat which is pretty, which is Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, Just which saying. is, uh, you know, I don't know how we did it. And the, the accommodation was about 270 yeah, that was a per night. But, 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 but we're worth it. Yeah, worth it. It was. Now, um, we just need to finish up long on Santan there. As you can see, we're pretty impressed with, with Santan there. See? Yeah. Uh, tell me your favourite place to have a glass of vino in Santan there. Oh, that restaurant. Which restaurant? El Cerbo. Oh, uh, over at the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, over in Sardinaro yeah. Beach. Yeah, that day. Sardinaro oh, Beach. I see. But yeah, I, yep. We had some nice wine there, didn't we? Yeah, and we had a fair bit too, yeah. which was even better. I think another one, maybe second, is having a beer on the cruise. I was just going to... You didn't get two options, mate. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think my favourite place to have a wine would be... Um, <clears throat> I'd forgotten about the one over on the beach. Um, ooh, I like. I really liked uh, Casalita because it was um, a nice little authentic you know, um, bar that was, you know, once again, just full of locals. I thought that was, you know, one of my favourite little places in there. What about the pop-up? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, okay. That was nice too, wasn't it? Because it was different. It was different, yeah. And it was about, it was only about two minutes walk from where we were. Oh, such such a lot of nice places to have um, a glass of wine um, in Santander. Santander is amazing and we will be going back see or not absolutely please go to our website at um beachtravelwine.com to check out uh, the show notes from this episode and all the photos and as i said you go to our instagram uh, at beach travel wine and to the story highlights to santan there to see all the videos and pictures that we took um of our time around there and um i'm sure you'll be impressed with with some of the stuff that we saw while we were there thanks for listening adios amigos